You only have one life to live, so get the most out of it. On Good Life, Great Life, join me, Brian Highfield, and my guests as we share success stories, habits, mindsets, and lessons learned by successful people. These lessons are not taught in schools, but are critical for getting ahead in life. Whether you want a successful business or career, optimal health, or a lifestyle that most people just dream of, Good Life, Great Life has you covered. After retiring from a successful corporate career in my 40s, I founded multi-million dollar businesses in the sports and healthcare arenas. Now, I help everyday people maximize their lives and speak regularly at seminars, on podcasts, and radio shows to share principles on the topics of health, wealth, and happiness. Don't let a good life get in the way of a great life. Join me today on Good Life, Great Life. Well, welcome to another episode of Good Life, Great Life. So today we have Anna Maxalka. So welcome to the program, Anna. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So Anna has founded a company called Zenimal, and it's really unique. She's such a, uh, she's a mompreneur, as we like to say. Uh, and and she started this back in 2017 in uh, and and this company. And, and it's, just, it's just a phenomenal product. I was looking at it online. Um, and I just can't wait to hear the backstory. So, Anna, tell us a little bit about your background and the inspiration for creating Zenimal. Sure. Yeah. So that that goes back really far for me. I um, really struggled from anxiety and panic attacks at a really early age, like unusually early. And um, this was I'm dating myself, but but back in the eighties, and mental health really wasn't talked about, I think, amongst parents. And certainly there was no Google or anything um, for my parents to to turn to. And so my dad would just sit with me for hours and try to get me through the panic attack or through the anxiety. And I uh, didn't always work. You know, he used to joke that that he would he tried to bore me to sleep for the majority of my childhood because he would just sit in my room and talk about anything and everything. But um, but it it really became an issue once you know slumber parties and summer camp was a thing, and I I literally couldn't go anywhere without my parents and kind of paralyzed in that fear of of if I have a panic attack and they're not there, and so then you start to rely really heavily on your parents and. Um, that builds anxiety. What ha- what happens if something happens to them? And um, so I was, a li- I was like a little bit of a mess as a kid, and uh, I felt very broken. And they eventually uh, enlisted the help of a clinical psychologist. And over the course of several months, going on a weekly basis, she taught me how to control my breath, relax my body, and then I would visualize my my happiest place. And it did a 180 on my life. I, I went to summer camp, you know, that same year for, for two weeks by myself without a hitch. And um, it was it was really quite miraculous. And I, I do think that was a, a huge pivotal point in my life. And I'm so grateful that my parents had um, not only, you know, you know, open mindedness, I guess, enough to to do that and support that, but also the resources. I mean, that was a huge financial and and time resource suck for them. And um, so, so very, very grateful. And so I continued to use it throughout my life. And then in 2015, I I welcomed my own daughter into the world. And 
you know, you're in the hospital with all of the hormones and it's crazy and they just let you take this baby home and they, you don't have to pass a test and it's still really crazy. Uh, you know, Isn't what that if funny she how has, they let just anybody oh, just... <laughs> bananas to me, still very bananas to me that I'm like, you, you, do you want to make sure I know how to like feed it? And like, do yeah. they're like, we don't care. Here you yeah. go. Yeah, here you okay. go. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feels like there might be a maybe a better system for this, but, uh, but anyway, you figure it out. And, but I, but I really was concerned that that she might have this same early onset condition of anxiety. And, um, and so I started looking around for tools in 2015, like certainly mental health had come a, a long, long ways and mindfulness, certainly they had <clears throat> done a, several studies of its efficacy and, um, you know, what it does to the, to the parasympathetic nervous system and things like that. And it's like, oh yeah, no, great. This is awesome. So, so what are tools for kids? And I just kept coming across countless apps and YouTube videos, which are great and super duper accessible and very, very affordable for the most part and, um, and on devices that we, we have everywhere. But for me, like I just, you know, since my own like adopting of, of these devices, like I don't feel great when I pick it up. <laughs> Right. It is rare that you pick up your phone and you just get like super awesome news that you're like, wow, I'm good. I'm super, wow, I feel good. I feel mellow. My like nervous system is fine. Um, and so I couldn't imagine handing my child a device that does that, you know, that increases um, uh, your, you know, it gives you dopamine hits and then increases adrenaline and cortisol and then dulls your serotonin receptors and just being like, here, baby, go be peaceful. Um, that felt that felt weird to me. Um, and so at, at that time, I, I had been in the voiceover world for 15 years and, and I was an actress and uh, also ended up teaching Pilates, which was a whole other thing because I had, I had broken my back and my neck in, in high school. So I, I found that. But anyway, so I'd been sort of in the wellness space. I'd been in the, the voiceover audio space. And um, I was like, gosh, like, how can I use the things that I have done in my life to um, maybe make a solution? Just if, if not for anybody, just for my own my own children selfishly. Right. Um, and then I started to look around and, and be like, is this in need? Is there a need, right? Like, this is like the first thing as you know, when you start a business, like, is there a need? Will people buy it? You know, is, is, or is this just my, my weird world and, you know, coming across, you know, websites like the CDC and looking up statistics that the second leading cause of death, and this was in 2015, the second leading cause of death for kids aged 10 to 14 is suicide. Mm. And the fact that, I didn't know that was, I felt, I felt awful. And I think it's really sad that, that a lot of people don't know what kind of crisis we're in with children. And this was pre pandemic, like that to me, like still gives me goosebumps. And so I said, well, certainly like, this is a really good purpose in life, right? Like if I'm looking for one, like this, this, this could be it. And if I can help just one child feel less alone like like i did as a kid then it was all worth it and then yeah so i started to develop the meditation starting to figure out like oh wow how do you manufacture an electronic device what is this crazy world and um and then in 2018 i was i was relatively far along with it and then i got a, a phone call that my dad who uh is my very very best friend was suddenly hospitalized mm. and walking into the ICU room and seeing him there. And this is the guy that 
helped me through every single hard time in my life and always had a solution. I couldn't, you're so helpless in those situations. And my stepmom said, you know, he really likes the meditations you've been recording for Zenimal. Why don't you start, you know, playing one and just see what happens. And, and so I did and his heart rate started to come down and we just held his hands and we all breathed together and the nurses and the doctors in the room, all, we all took these big collective breaths and the energy came down and we had this really, really, really amazing hour with him. And I, it was really like, it, it was kind of an aha moment of like, oh, this isn't just for kids. Like this is for everyone. We all, we all really need this. And, um, and certainly my situation was not unique. You know, thousands of people walk into ICUs and it's the worst day of their life. And, you know, I think I really, I, if I could give that, the, that moment to those thousands of people, like I'm going to, try my best to to do that and then I got uh, another phone call the next night that he had passed away um the story just never gets easier yeah um um, but we lost him and and I and I think at first I was really surprised that my own heart didn't stop but Mm -hmm. uh when it when it didn't right like the world keeps spinning and I just knew that I wanted to turn the hundreds of people that he had helped in his lifetime into millions and really I haven't stopped running since that night and 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 i don't i don't plan on it and so that year so that was that was mid 2018 and then i had industrial drawings and uh mechanical engineering done by by december of 2018 um and then by 2019 i was on a plane to china to go to her factories and figure out how I'm going to get this thing made and make it affordable for as many families as possible. And so talk um, about that a little bit, because I think yeah. a lot of people are like, okay, I've got an idea for a product. I have no sure. idea yeah. to take it to the next stage. Now, obviously, I mean, you, you, your backstory and everything there is just, it just, you, you had a very clear sense of purpose yeah. Uh, and, and the inspiration for, for doing this. And so that's, that's where a lot of people start, right? They, they have this, incredible desire a sense of purpose that passion is just uh just um it's huge yeah. um and so they they come up with an idea so how did you figure out because i i wouldn't even know how to how to take a yeah. um take an idea and actually take it to the next step of something physical a product to, to create how did that how did that happen you know i think it one of the very last things that my the pieces of advice that my dad ever gave me when I asked, and I was like a little bit lost at, at this point in life. And I, I said, I don't understand how you, how you did it. How'd you do your life? And he said, you know what, Anna, I just surrounded myself with people who wanted good things for me and who I wanted good things for. And honestly, like that is how I have start to finish, like gotten to where I have gotten. I just continue to surround myself with people that I feel like I feel I want to help in life and they are, they genuinely will bend over backwards for you. And, and it is, it's just a lot of making phone calls and like, Hey, do you know an industrial engineer? Right. And like, and Google's your best friend, right? Like, so you're like, Oh, what do you need to like start this? So you're like, Oh, but I don't know an industrial and a mechanical engineer. Like, where do I find that? You know? And, and you can, and right. Like you can, cause I, I bootstrap this company myself. So I, my dad left me some money and I, I thought like, I can't imagine spending it on, 
anything except this. Um, and so to be fair, like I had, a, I had a leg up, I didn't have to go get investor money. So, so to, you know, I was pretty privileged at that point. Um, but it, it, all that did was allow me to move a little bit faster, um, which was great. But, but once you sort of have that money and now with like Kickstarter and there's tons of, you know, yeah. like pretty easy, like cash, like short-term cash that you can come through, but you have to be scrappy. Like that's, that was because I, I definitely found industrial design warehouses that were going to be like, or, uh, um, agencies rather that were like, oh yeah, we can do it for a million dollars. And I was like, oh, I, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> But you find the people that are excited about it and like that, that see your passion. And I think, you know, if you have an idea, I, I, I would make sure that you really love it because um, this is not, it is not an easy path by any means. And there are so many downs to, and the ups are great, right? But like, get ready for some like heavy dealer D falling off the cliff without a parachute kind of thing. And yeah. So and, think, and, but, and, and that's what I wanted to ask you also is yeah. like, what are some of the, the biggest challenges that were thrown your way and, and how did you overcome those? Yeah, I think um, certainly the design aspect of it was, was, was a little crazy and, and definitely made some expensive mistakes. But um, you know, what you try to do, you try to like move quickly without rushing. I think, especially if you're bootstrapping um, you, you want to, you, it's okay to make mistakes, right? Like, Oh, failure is great. You really learn a lot, but you want to make sure that those failures are not going to sink the entire idea. So, you know, like test the waters with something small and yeah, it's not going to be the product that you have in your head, like the, like the perfect pristine thing, but perfection, like is the is paralysis of progress or whatever is the enemy of progress. Um, and it, it is so true. And so I think like sometimes good enough is, is great is a great place to start and so um i think through talking i mean it, it's really also very cool is watching how it all unfolds like how your entire life unfolds to this moment where you know it was people that i met when i was in my 20s that i reached out to and said like hey i know you do this thing but do you know someone that does this other thing and they're like actually no but i know this guy and he's gonna know somebody and so you just keep following that string and that thread and eventually you will get there and i think um obviously like I don't know, like, uh, clearly I'm like in the, the spiritual world a little bit, right? Like meditation, you have to like believe in, believe in a little bit of things that you can't touch. Um, but I think manifesting is is such a powerful thing. And I, I think if, if there's nothing magical, if you don't believe that there's anything magical to it, it's purely like if you are so persistent in knowing what you want and where you are going, if you keep like either you journal it or you, you meditate on it or whatever it is, and you're very clear about your goal, you are naturally just going to start making those steps, right? They're, they're going to feel really, really tiny and babyish. And then all of a sudden, like, you're going to wake up and be like, oh, oh my gosh, I have my product or I have like, whatever, or I have a prototype. Holy cow. Like, this is crazy. Um, you, you get there. And so I think like just being very, very clear on that and, and being willing to work hard, you know, like my kids were really, really young when I started all of this and, and I didn't want to miss out on that. And so I would get up at four o'clock in the morning and I would, you know, get emails out and I would make sure I got my workout in and I took care of myself. And, 
um, and meditated and journaled and did all that thing. I could, but I did that all before my kids woke up. And so I think definitely stop making it. If you make, if you make any excuses, stop, like you, you're not, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, and that was, that was kind of a hard, a hard, you know, transition to, to make, cause I was tired, right? Like you're tired mm-hmm. as a, as a parent and, um, and doing all of that. But I was like, no, I really, I really, really want that. And I stayed, I stayed pretty true to that. And, um, you know, as far as manufacturing stuff, like it's really remarkable now what you can do. And I, you know, I think there's, like, I'm really glad that I was able, this was 2019. So I was able to go to China several times that did actually make a really big difference. I think, especially being a female in the electronics world there, I definitely had to prove myself a little bit over there and, um, and make sure that they knew that I meant business and, um, you know, had to play the game a little bit in the beginning that I would, I would tell them I had like a male investor, um, that wanted these things and then they would, they would do it. And then at some point, like I, you know, I, I literally threw, I, one day I, I flew there for an hour meeting, um, things were not going well. And I said, I will see you in, I will see you in 17 hours. And I did, and I did it. Um, and that, that laid the ground properly. And so I think, um, yeah, certainly like maybe that was a little bit extreme, but, um, if you actually can't go to China right now, so this is actually probably horrible yeah. advice, but, um, but I think you do, you do really have to, to like step into your power with, with manufacturing and, and say like, cause you're going to always get pushback, right? Like they're going to say, no, you can't do that. Or no, we can't do that. And be like, well, why? Like we have self-driving cars. Why can't, why can't I get this 1972 <laughs> yeah. technology? Like, why don't you want to manufacture a 256 megabytes, you know, memory card that was circa 19, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to need 30,000 of those. And they're like, well, we can't do that. I'm like, you, I promise you can like just yeah. try. And then lo and behold, you know, like, oh, they just pulled it out of a hat. Um, so you do, you know, like be, you know, just stick, stick to your guns a little bit. And, um, and really like anything is possible. And I, there, I think as founders, I I'm friends with, and that was the other thing. I think the huge part of advice is mm-hmm. a, a, advice is, is to surround yourself with other founders. If, if you can in your space like that, I'm a member of a, of a founders group that's mostly children's products and it's all parents. Um, and so there, that has been like so huge because, you can go it you we go you know go into the to the forum and say you know i'm looking for uh you know a whatever a, a, a liability insurance provider or whatever and you're gonna get four people that say like here i love my guy or don't use my guy he's awful i'm also looking for somebody else um and i think that like that is so huge and also just to commiserate and sort of whine um, and be like, this is really awful. Or like, look at what, the, look at what this customer wrote me. Like, what, what's, what's up with that? And somebody be like, oh, I'm a better one. Look at this, you know. Um, and it, that normalizes. It's a good support it. group, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It definitely is because it's again, it's like it's a pretty gnarly path, and I don't want to ever deter people from taking it because the 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 upsides have been so much more significant than the downsides. And, and again, like I have. I have spent some time crying on my kitchen floor. I'm not going to lie when things got hard. Um, and, you know, one time I got 5,000 animals that were were not work correct. And mm. I had to update the software on every single wow. one of those animals. Um, and so 
there are there are moments where you think like this is it i'm sunk this is i you know whatever like this for cash like this is all i had at this for this this round i can't afford to do this run again and um or when the pandemic you know hits and and uh you're trying to figure out you know how to get your stuff from <laughs> from china in a like, semi-timely manner and you can't and um it's hard it's really hard so finding people that you can you know lean on really heavily that get it you know it's i think um i have i have friends you know but they're they're in other industries or whatever and they're like i don't understand why can't you just um why can't you just get another boat i'm like <laughs> okay well <laughs> you know like that's not helpful <laughs> advice um so doing i think doing that and then and then Oh, imposter syndrome is like the other just thorn in, I think, most founders side, yeah. because if you're a founder, you're probably doing something that hasn't been done before. And so I think you really, really question like, oh, well, is there a reason that no one's done this before? Is this a stupid idea? Or or I, I don't know what I'm doing. And I think you think, oh, I need a, a master's from every Ivy League school to really to 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 be to deserve to do this. And it's not true. It's not true at all. You can get by and mm -hmm. and as long as you are willing to take the advice of people and then follow your own gut instinct. And like you are the only one that will ever know what is right at the end of the day, like gather all your information. Don't be dumb. Don't, you know, like just be like, sure. Yeah, I could, I could just piecemeal this thing together myself. Um, don't do that. But, but I think, you know, if you do have to do like, oh, is this right for the company or whatever? And, and, and like, yeah, I, I for sure still, you know, even at this stage of the company and the company is doing really, really well at this point, but there are still days where I, feel like oh wow i don't deserve this or i've duped people right like if i get you know a really great vendor to mm -hmm. work with me or whatever and i'm like oh i bet they don't even know i don't have an mba oh god like you know like whatever <laughs> um you know but i think but then you just have to like i said like step into your power and and own it and know that you are limitless like that is you really are honest to goodness. Like if you are following your passion and your dream and, and you love what you're doing, you are limitless. Like all, everything is very, very possible. And, um, you know, keep looking at like, again, like I said, like we have self-driving cars. Like what if, what if, you know, those people thought that like, oh, that's not, that's not going to ever be possible. It is all possible. And, and, um, and again, like just being authentic in, in, in yeah. your approach and, and, and keep maintaining who you, who you are through it. And, uh, is, is also really important. I don't know. Is that helpful? It's pretty yeah, limited. absolutely. Cause I mean, you're talking <laughs> about limits. I mean, we, we, we impose limits on ourselves and they're only yes. applied to us. And until yes. people learn that, that kind of, well, I think they call it the law of the lid, right? You know, it's, we put our lid on ourselves and until we take that lid off to understand that we're truly limitless, yes. um, and get through some of those uh, stages of anxiety of, of, yeah. am I going to succeed or not? Yep. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, obviously, like I'm a firm believer in meditation, but the <clears throat> the studies are there that it does quiet the that inner chatter, that monkey mind, and that monkey mind can be so very not helpful and and very very mean. I think we, you think you you <laughs> the the person you talk to the most in your life is yourself, right? Like you will talk to yourself more than you talk to anyone else, even your own kids, even your own anything. And if you can make that voice believe in you 
and and love you and support you and hold you 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 know everything else is just icing on the cake and 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 if you can hold yourself and pick yourself up and take your own hand kind of on your own journey no one can take that away from you i think like that was you know something after losing my dad i felt like oh mm. wow something has really been taken from me um but when it's just you like you always have that and and so learning to be kind and when you do mess up like oh well you know you, oh that happened oh sweetheart <laughs> we're gonna be fine yeah we're good like we're gonna pick ourselves up and yeah this kind of sucks right now yeah it does like but but you know like i'm sure this happens to everyone it's you just being gentle yeah and kind with yourself and i think <clears throat> i struggle a little bit with that because i um I question uh, if I'm too kind to myself, am I going to lose my drive? Um, and, and you know, if I if I don't hate myself just a little bit, you know, like am I gonna am I gonna work that extra three hours today? Uh, and I have found other other resources within myself to to maintain that drive, but still still find a lot of self love. Awesome stuff. I, there's there's so many gold nuggets that you talked about in there, and and just the mindset of an entrepreneur and the things that you endure as you pursue your dreams. It's great stuff. Last question for you, Anna, is, is how can our audience uh, connect with you, get in touch with you, learn more about Zenimal? What, where can they go? Yeah, so you go to our website. It's zenimals.com, Z-E-N-I-M-A-L-S.com. And then we're available on, I think, pretty much all of the social platforms. We're at the Zenimal. Um, and so that's a great way. And then you feel free to email us anytime. Hello at zenimals.com. You can, we, uh, do have a customer service team, but they can reach out to me at any point. And, um, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of where to find all things Zenimal. Awesome. Great. Our guest has been Anna McSalka. She is the founder and creator of Zenimals and, uh, definitely check out the product. It's really unique, especially if you have if you have kids, um, it's definitely worthwhile to, to look at. So thanks so much for being with us today, Anna. Oh, thank you, Brian. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of Good Life, Great Life, brought to you by Brian Highfield. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.